darkness in me You're not missing a thing You keep going and I'm just showing that I never stop the thing Hello and welcome to Into the Blender, episode 58. This is Viv. And this is Juch. Yeah, so Nadia Bear and I pulled into town and I had one day to kind of collapse, migraine, spin out, do laundry. And then I think the next thing after that was going over to a friend's house, uh, Mia's house again, for some crafty fun, met some new folks, had a delicious, tasty lunch. And what did you do that day? I went up to uh, Thomas Gideon's command line, who we've mentioned before in the program. Yeah. Mia's husband, John, mm-hmm. came over and met us. Mm-hmm. It was boys' day. Yeah. So we had boys' day with us and the kids, and we started with the the manly work of transferring some beer now, not what you're thinking. It wasn't from the bottle to our bellies. It was. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> that came later. <laughs> um, they're both home brewers. So Thomas's current batch was finished its, its initial fermentation. So they had to get transferred to the other vessels for the secondary fermentation. Right. So, um, actually we ended up getting there a little late. So they were almost done by the time I got there. Just there when they poured in the last barrel and happened to be pretty much right at the moment when he poured in the bit to test where the gravity's at now to check the alcohol content and all that. Yeah. And of course, after you do that, you know, you're just going to throw that away. So you got to do a tasting to see where it's at. Right. So I happened to be there. Just in time. Just in time for the tasting. You have that magical timing. Yeah, it's it's shaping up to be a really good beer. Well, you it's shaping up to be your secret superpower too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I tend to get home from work right about the time dinner's ready. I mean, there are nights when I have no idea how long you're going to sit in traffic, mm-hmm. and I have to finish. I can't eat anything. I don't allow myself to eat anything after eight o'clock unless it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. And that's been great for my my weight loss efforts. And so I will go ahead and fix dinner so that I can eat it by eight. And you typically, ding, walk in the door right then. (laughs) So it's a pretty cool power. Yeah. We were finishing off the beer transfer. And then it moves into gaming time. Oh, yeah. And so there was a few different games that we were going to try out with the kids. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you and I had brought was the HeroScape. Yes. So it's an interesting board game where there's these kind of hex tiles and you build up this landscape and then it has these superheroes, Marvel superheroes. And right. They look a lot like the hero clicks. Yeah. It's a different system though. They don't have the whole click wheel and all that. Right. But the, it's the same kind of miniatures. Yeah. It's about the same size. Little plasticky miniatures. Yeah. And the boys... Play that the whole day. Yeah, the monkeys really, they were excited when I brought it in. Apparently, it ended up, it's just a two-player game. Oh, okay. And so, we didn't get on to any other games. <laughs> well, when we got there, I said, now, hold on to it. Wait until until the guys are ready to help you with it. Mm-hmm. And before Andrea and I even got out the door, they had already opened it. And yeah. I was like, have at it, you know? Yeah, they cracked it open. They read the book and yeah. learned the rules. 
They're so smart. And they, you know, played the standard game and then they were making up their own stuff and building <laughs> their own Those are gamer kids, man. And, yeah. They are. Yeah, it's, and so we watched them play a bit and ended up, you know, just sitting around talking yeah. <laughs> and talking and talking and talking. Yeah. We so, had no excuse for being late. Do you realize what we did the night before? The night before was band practice. Right. And we stayed the night at Keith oh, and Jen's. Oh, that's right. So for the first time, we were closer than ever. We were in Ashburn. We were only an hour away. But we were entranced by Keith and Jen's beautiful <laughs> daughters. Mm -hmm. We couldn't tear ourselves away. So that's right. we were late, but it was our fault. We couldn't yeah. blame, you know, it was just us. We We left in time to just make it. And if the traffic gods had blessed us, then we would have been on time. Mm -hmm. Traffic ran a little slow, so we ran slow. Yeah. Andrea and I ended up late because you and I drove to Thomas and Andrea's house. And then Andrea drove us to Mia's. Mm -hmm. So we were late, which was a real shame because I really enjoyed the people that Mia introduced us to. And, but mm -hmm. we had a fantastic girls' day. Oh, Lord, I so needed that after the week <laughs> that I had. I was just, yeah. my batteries were completely depleted. And to sit and just chill with some girls and be crafty, although I, I really didn't do much because I had brain fog. Mm. I was kind of a mess. I just mainly kind of sat there and talked and restarted the same scarf about 10 times before I finally get, gave up. I just couldn't yeah. do it. And, but everybody um, was happy. You guys were yeah. happy talking. The boys were happy playing the game. And mm -hmm. us girls were happy holding a uterus and doing other fun <laughs> things. <laughs> and then after our super fun, awesome days, we met up together in D.C. Mm -hmm. We combined superpowers. No, yeah. I guess we combined supergroups. <laughs> yeah. And met up in <laughs> D.C. for Ethiopian food, which was the first time for you and I to yeah. have Ethiopian yeah. food. And it was amazing. Very, very good. It was so tasty. It was a restaurant that Thomas and Andrea really enjoyed. And I believe they had taken John and Mia there once before. Yeah. And so we just sat back and, and you know, let them order and mm -hmm. let them handle it. It was real scary looking for this little girl from Texas, <laughs> but it was really tasty. It was funny because we were all sitting there. It was cold that night, so walking from the cars to the restaurant wasn't far, but it was enough for that cold air to get you and yeah. kind of zing your eyes and your sinuses a little bit. And then you get the Ethiopian food, and <laughs> we were all, like, sniffling and wiping our noses. Yeah, some of it was quite spicy. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> and it wasn't just hot. It was flavorful yeah, very much so delicious honestly it was fantastic and it was interesting we really didn't know what to expect and mm -hmm. you had done a little research and saw that you know frequently they serve the different dishes dishes like on the tables the tables covered with the, the bread, bread. Mm -hmm. and then you're just like ripping the tabletop off and scooping mm -hmm. it and all mm -hmm. that and which was not in it did not end up being the case. So mm -hmm. We got there and they have these special serving platters and then you just have the rolled up bread and that you eat with. Right. But there happened to be a couple who were seated behind us. Yeah. Who looked As Ethiopian. if they could have been Ethiopian, yeah. 
And they got served very differently. Yeah, they got served the way that my research had proved <laughs> out, which was on the, and I don't know how to pronounce it, injera bread, mm -hmm. I-N-J-E-R was the spelling that I saw yeah. of it. And so what we thought was maybe they have the American way of serving things, which is the bread rolled up right. in a basket, and then you get these serving dishes with all these little bowls, and it has all the different dishes in it, and you pick what you want. And then for, cause it, it did look like, uh, I think it was Andrea that made the observation that it looked like there were family members of the yeah. restaurant owners, runners, workers, whatever that were, you know, going behind the cabinet and get the counter and getting food. So it may have been family members. They may yeah. just serve it different for the, you know, obviously Americans and, <laughs> and then for those that are used to the traditional way of eating it, serve yeah. it differently. I'm sure that they had a lot of Americans coming and going, uh, you want me to eat the <laughs> tablecloth? Like, a, use it as like, a spoon? Wait a minute hands. now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So we were lucky because everybody else at the table had eaten Ethiopian and they mm -hmm. were familiar with it. And so we were guided through the process. Mm -hmm. And I had a really delicious Ethiopian honey mead wine. It was, it yeah. was a honey wine, but John said that it was more like a honey mead. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. It had a little bit of an after kick similar to beer but other than that it just tasted like a sweet wine yeah so i enjoyed that and you had the ethiopian, an ethiopian stout beer well apparently last time they had an ethiopian stout and this time the ethiopian beer they had was more like a lager it was, okay yeah so and <laughs> on the menu it just says ethiopian beer gotcha and so when we were served then we had a little bit and it, you know it's good it, yeah it's a lager, so yeah. you don't expect a whole lot from it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so John had actually said when the waiter had come back, or waitress had come back and said, so is this just the only beer? I mean, this isn't a stout. Do you have an Ethiopian stout? And they're like, oh, no, sorry. That's all we have right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But it was still good. It was a fantastic evening. I mean, a lot of firsts. That day for me, I had artichoke for the first time at lunch. I had a cucumber sandwich for the first time. Mm. I had Ethiopian food. Everything there was brand new to me. Mm -hmm. Everything to what I drank. And it was just yeah. a lot of fun. And I find it always fun to see how Thomas and Andrea's monkeys are so open to different foods. Yeah. They'll try just about anything. Yeah, truly. And I uh, loved meeting Mimi and Courtney, friends of mm. Mia's, that we just... They're just really awesome chicks, and I can't wait to, to um, hang out with them again. We did a traditional dude's barbecue for lunch. So did you? We had, yeah. Yeah. Dogs and vegan patties, and, mm -hmm. and uh, we brought some, uh, I would brought some potato salad, macaroni salad, which everybody loved. I didn't make it. It was from the store, but. Yeah, I didn't know um, you were bringing anything like that, or I would have made some for you. <laughs> I would have tried. I was thinking of trying if I had time, but clearly it not. was it was chaotic when i got home yeah from the trip so we had you know dogs and chips and yeah potato salad and beer yeah and we stayed <laughs> out late and it was after the restaurant we all met back at thomas and andrea's and ended up just chatting like we always do mm -hmm. around their dining room table for just hours yeah <laughs> it was really just uh let's go back to the house and get cars and be on our way, but we just talked and talked and talked and talked. Yeah. 
and uh, Kaylee actually was with us the whole time. We dropped her off at Keith and Jen's before practice, and then yeah. we went back and slept and got up and went to our fun days, guys and girls days. And you took Kaylee with you to mm-hmm. spend the day at Thomas and Andrea's yeah, while we were doing dogs. our girl day. And we went back and picked her up and went home, and it was it was just... Again, it was just what my little heart containers needed to be filled up again <laughs> after the rough, emotional, stressful week. Yeah. And then what did we do the next day, honey? Do you happen to remember? Oh, the next day. Ditched by Kate live at Iota in Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> that was a good day. That was a fan-freaking-tastic <laughs> weekend. I hadn't been to Iota before, and uh, when we had mentioned it to a few people, everybody was like, oh, I love that place. Yeah, everybody was excited that yeah. you guys and were playing there. Other musicians who had played there said they really loved it. Yep. And everybody was right. It's a great it's place. Got a great stage, a really, really, really good sound system. Yeah. Um, a very patient and knowledgeable sound man, which is rare in a lot of clubs. Yeah. And... uh a lot of fun. And while you were doing your sound check, I had dinner. Right. Sadly, you never got dinner. Yeah, apparently they got the they had the free band spaghetti. The band pasta. <laughs> band pasta, right? And uh, we just kind of got in, got loaded, ran around, said hi, and then boom, it was time for sound check. And after sound check, you had like fifteen minutes. Yeah, we had fifteen twenty minutes, and then start the show. So yeah. No time for food. Yeah, that day I had basically gone from a, I guess a decent breakfast, and then, I don't know, 12, 14 hours later, yeah. before I ate again. <laughs> Next time we need to remember when you get off stage to ask for the band pasta. Yeah. Probably could have still gotten it. You guys were amazing, though. I, I was utterly starstruck. I mean, mm. how many times have I sat in the basement and watched you guys practice? Yeah. The same songs... You guys have been practicing that set list, that order for a couple practices. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely awestruck. I mean, biggest groupie ever. <laughs> it was amazing to see you guys up there. And John came out mm-hmm. of you know John Taylor Williams of the night of the night before, <laughs> and his energy is so fantastic. Anytime yeah. he's there, you just know that it's going to be a really positive, fun time. And uh, an honest time. He doesn't pull punches either. And so he's just a fantastic spirit to be around. And it was just, fa- Mia was unable to make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a Sunday night. Yeah. So you have to, you have to account for most people not being able to make it. Yep. Even so, Friall's inaugural show is ditched by Kate. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I did get some audio and some photos that I need to get cleaned up. And post it on your www.ditchedbykate.com website. <laughs> and I'm just really blown away by how great you guys did. And Thanks. That was, that was a great show. And you guys, I, I mean, I hope you feel like you looked so happy. I mean, mm-hmm. you looked, you had like the cool bass player thing going on. You know, like I'm, I'm a cool bass player, but you also <laughs> had a little twinkle in your eye. Well, it was funny. There was a few people who came up to us afterwards who were there um, to see the the headline band. We Ether. played with a band called Ether. Yeah. I caught a bunch of the beginning of Ether set and then had gone out back and 
talked to some people, some friends had, you know, were wandering around different parts of the club. And it was either while they were, well, I know while they were playing, I'd met one or two people who were, who had been there to see them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after they finished out, met a couple other people. And yeah, so like there was one guy who had said, you know, hey, how you doing? You guys were really great. And, and, uh, and had said, you could tell you were having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> hopping, choo choo was hopping. Yeah. <laughs> that was very cool. You guys absolutely looked like you had fun. Yeah. We just got to get Keith, the drummer, more visible next time. The way the <laughs> stage was set up, it was hard to see him. Yeah, we'll get him the Motley Crew drum riser <laughs> that lifts off the stage and goes over the crowd uh, and spins around. And spins around. Yeah. Dunks him in the water or something. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Other than that, we've just been working on old and new projects, trying to get the house ready to sell. We're going to have a realtor come through and finally give us some numbers, and hopefully we'll be able to move to uh, closer to where you work. Mm -hmm. That is the dream, to save on gas, time, and sanity. Sanity. Sanity for you, <laughs> yeah. And also expenses. We're going to downsize. Yeah. The place since Naughty Bear moved back, but he moved in with his grandparents again to continue with that awesome university discount mm -hmm. that he gets for living with grandpa. Yeah. It's still just the two of us and the dog. And then occasionally we'll have the boys. So we're downsizing to save on utilities and the like and upkeep. Four bathrooms, people. Four bathrooms. <laughs> We have a special treat for everybody. You heard us recently say that we wanted to do a new kind of segment and invite some people on who are doing new projects to talk about them a little bit and give us some insights. So we have our first guest, Nook Jess. Nook Jess. Close enough. <laughs> so close. Do it again, Chooch. Hide your shame. Nook Jess. Nuke, was that right? Nook Jess. I should have done the intro because I practiced up. after Balticon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um it's a name that's very difficult to pronounce and to spell, and that's why everybody just gets to call me Nutty. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so Nutty, you've started a new project recently. And yes. why don't you tell us about it? Uh, my project is Nutty Bites. It's a podcast monthly. So there's big draws in between um long drawn out spaces in between episodes but to build suspense really it to build it, it suspense, builds suspense. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a monthly podcast where uh the first part of the show is when i talk about things that are awesome and that goes from anything that happened in the last month things that i heard on twitter things that i'm reading things that i'm listening to anything that i just recently discovered or anything that my podcasters have listened to or discovered as viv was featured as one of my feedbacks telling me about what she was reading and listening to yeah. i have been in the podcasting community since 2004 but i never had a podcast of my own and everybody kept telling me that i needed to get a podcast but I could never decide what to do it on. Mm -hmm. So I finally decided, well, I'll just do it on everything. There you go. So, of course, there's no narrow subject. The second part of the podcast is dedicated to, uh, so far, I've only had my nutty debates on there. And that's when I get people together and we discuss 
different things having to do with sci-fi. Like, for instance, we've already had uh, who would be the best Star Trek captain, but you can't choose any pre-existing captains or second-in-commands. They had to be lower-ranking officers. And then the other one was who was the most ineffectual character in sci-fi. And that was uh, pretty heated. I'm surprised I haven't heard any uh, backlash from that one. Because uh, there were some crazy things said there. But uh, I've got some more in the can already and more planned. The other thing that I want to throw in there is fiction done audio style. I've got one that I'm working on that is something that I wrote and I've got something coming down up down the line that is written by somebody else and I'm hoping to get him to actually read it himself too. And lastly, uh, this is something that I still want to do, but am having difficulty arranging is uh, I want to throw just little interviews with people who inspire me, which um, will be interviews with people not so much from the podcasting world, or they could be in the podcasting world, but just people that are doing really good things, making a big difference in the world. And I just want them to talk about their projects and stuff. So it's it's all about things that are awesome and positive. Very cool. So where can people find your show? Uh, you can find my show at nimlas.org slash blog. That's N-I-M-L-A-S dot O-R-G slash B-L-O-G. And do you have a special place for feedback? Do you have a voicemail number or should they just I go there? Do. For I do. I have a voicemail number. It is, I believe, 347-NUTTY42. Nice. Cool. Very nice. They can email nuttybytes at nimlas.org. And there is a forum. Oh, I should put that on the main site. Anyway, there is a forum, but it's on the Sci-Fi Dig forum. So if you go to scifidig.com slash forums, there is a Nutty Bite forum there. Very cool. Well, you are all set up and raring to go, honey. I think we've definitely gone over our five minutes. That's okay. That's okay. Probably. It's the first <laughs> one, and she's got extra awesome coming. So Yeah. There's so Ooh, many extra. bites of awesome when it comes to nutting. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being our inaugural guest. Thank you for having me as a guinea pig. <laughs> You're such a cute guinea pig, too. Aw. Being our, our, our tribble. A tribble. <laughs> I'm not a tribble. I'm that a Klingon. Has yet to be proven. Oh, right. She, no, 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 no. That's right. Oh, oh. I guess that would be like the complete opposite. Huh? Yeah. Well, thanks, Nettie. We'll see you in May. See you in May. Thanks, everyone. Bye, sweetie. Bye. I want to talk very briefly about the con season. People who have listened at all to our show know that we are fond of going to conventions. Very fond, bordering on addicted. <laughs> Though, we're not as bad as some. Very true. We don't have, if we had more money, <laughs> oh, we would be, be yeah. on all of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, there's a few East Coast cons that we have been going to the last few years that we are looking forward to going to again. Some, we've already missed a couple, actually. Right. We were unable to go to Farpoint. Mm -hmm. And that was really the only one that we had seriously considered. There was talk about us going to StellarCon for various reasons that fell apart. And the next one coming up, though, is... 
PAX East. I, although I think this will be, I think we'll be posting this episode after PAX East is over. Probably, yeah. Since I think it's next weekend. It's your birthday oh, wow. weekend, oh, which that's is next right. weekend. That's yeah. right. So yeah, we didn't go to PAX East. <laughs> <laughs> We're very sad because it was so much fun last yeah. year. Yeah. But we just didn't, you know, you guys know, times be tough. Yeah. So we decided not to go to PAX East and... We, at this point, it's a week before, but I know that we're already in tears reading all about all the fun that was had <laughs> by PAX East attendees in year two. But, you know, we hold hope that we'll be able to go year three. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that's coming up is RavenCon in Richmond in April. And we're we're hoping to go, but money is, you know, tight. Yeah. So it's very likely that we will not be going and we may go up and just hang out with friends in the evening like we did last year mm-hmm. and then just drive home because Richmond's only about an hour for us, yeah. hour and a half, depending on what side of town. And I can't remember what side of town they hold RavenCon, but um, it's unlikely that we will be attendees at RavenCon. Mm-hmm. And then Balticon, which I've considered kind of our core con. It's really our only have to yeah. con. Yeah. So Balticon's in Maryland, near Baltimore and Hunt Valley, Maryland, over Memorial Day weekend. Whether we're invited as, as participants or not, I think that we'll be going every year because mm-hmm. we have a lot of of peers, podcasting peers, creative peers, and people that we are just in love with <laughs> that yeah. attend. And so it's a great, a lot of times it's the only opportunity to see friends for the whole year. We have friends that fly in for this from California. Hi, Chris. <laughs> and other parts of the country that we just for won't the world, see otherwise. The UK. Yeah, from all over the world that we won't get to see any other time. Mm-hmm. And that's priceless. And, and even if we have to sleep in the gazebo, <laughs> also known as the Thunderdome, then that's then that's what we'll have to do. Yeah, yeah. We're going to Balticon every year for the foreseeable. Yeah, and luckily this year we are guests and we will be on some panels. Yes, and the schedule's just getting rolling now, so we don't know exactly which ones. But right. um, hopefully we'll be doing another live into the blender. Yeah, from there we are humbled and gratified to have been asked back again. Yeah. It's not something that I ever count on or demand or expect. Yeah. It's a huge honor and a compliment to be asked back. Mm-hmm. And I I just am very grateful. Yeah. It looks like we're on track to do another band performance, a Ditch by Kate yeah. play live. Again. Ditch by Kate live. So And then we've proposed some other panels and, <laughs> and so we don't really know at this point. We will update with our schedule when we know what it is. Mm-hmm. But we will Balticon runs from Friday to Monday. Mm-hmm. And actually, this year, Scott Sigler's taking over for Friday? Thursday. Thursday. And he's doing um, uh, a bunch of stuff on it's Thursday. Like Sigler Palooza, Sigler Mania. Sigler Mania or something <laughs> like that. So you can check out Scott Sigler's site for information on mm. that. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun as it always is. And Dragon Con is in September. We have our rooms reserved. We have paid our memberships in the hopes that we'll be able to go. But it's a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, our we room. We had to cancel last year. We had to cancel last year. Our roommate knows its potential again with our finances the way they are with me out of work. So we'll just have to see. 
But yeah. we've got our fingers crossed because, again, it's it's one of those things, you know, you've got Shatner and Nimoy there again this yeah. year and, yeah. and a lot of really cool cats. So it's one of those really fantastic places to go and see the movie stars that you love, the TV stars that you love. And if you're lucky, then you get to spend time with friends, too. Mm-hmm which we ended up doing a lot of in 2009, yeah. but we had to miss in 2010 because of money. Yeah. We're going to move on now to what our finds are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, feel free if you guys have something better to call this. <laughs> we talked about different things to name this segment. Mm-hmm. And we kind of both went lame to each other's suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing has really clicked. Yeah. So if you guys think of something, fine. If not, it's really on us to think of our own damn segment name, yeah. though. It's laziness when people say, figure this out for me. Right. But so my find for this week is something that's captured my attention about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's called... Good night, Dune. <laughs> For those of you may remember from your childhood if you're youngins, you will definitely remember it from your kid's childhood if you're an old fart like me. The book Good Night Moon mm-hmm. is like a bedtime story. It's a really sweet bedtime story. Naughty Bear, when he was in kindergarten, actually did a live play of <laughs> Good Night Moon. It was adorable. He was a kitty cat. Anyways, so I believe it was written by Julia... Why you? And I don't know the correct way to pronounce that. I would guess you. Makes sense. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it, and I apologize. So, it was written and illustrated after the artist read an article on college humor, and it was linked from a Reddit post, which asked for a more fleshed-out version. The original parody art was amazing, but the artist decided to stick closer to the original Good Night Moon structure, using some stylistic elements from the David Lynch movie version of Dune. And it is beautiful. <laughs> it is succulent. It is, mm-hmm. it is, it is heaven. <laughs> and it's As, very funny. And it's very funny. I mean, having read Good Night Moon the millions of times that I've read it, mm-hmm. what I would give to go back in time and have Good Night Dune to read to my kids <laughs> instead. Good Lord. It, it's just fantastic. Uh, I, it looks like it was launched just very recently, but on March 3rd, there's a post by the artist that says, thanks for your kind words. I'm glad you've enjoyed Goodnight Dune. Currently looking into creating a hard copy version of the book, to which I start panting with excitement. <laughs> and while the artist is looking into creating a hard copy version of the book, it's not quite there yet. So that's still being worked out. And then today, the artist posted by popular request the ability to download the images in a larger size for the printing of your own Goodnight Dune cool. on one of the many book publishing services for private use. Nice. Which I feel like we need to get with this person and say, this is how you publish. This is how you self-publish. Mm. Because very generously, you know, you can just clicky-clicky and have the book instead of being able to have the author make money off of it, which mm-hmm. kind of saddens me because it's beautifully done. Yeah. And 
I'm just, I I can't believe nobody thought of it before. (laughs) So I'm going to have the link in the show notes, but you can just basically type in goodnightdune.com, G-O-O-D-N-I-G-H-T-D-U-N-E.com. And of course, the dune that I'm talking about is the famous dune book, uh, The Spice Must Flow. (laughs) And David Lynch made a movie of it with a very hot and sexy sting. That Mm -hmm. Dune. And it's just (laughs) amazing. The artwork is, it just blows me away when I look at it. I just loves it, loves it, loves it. You've looked at it, right, Chooch? Oh, yeah. So that's my find that just, there's the cover. It's just, (laughs) I just love it. It makes me so happy just looking at it. Yeah, the two moons. So I really recommend that you go check it out because it's amazing. Yes, I gushed. It's that cool. <laughs> and Chooch, you're up now, babe. Uh, mine's another sci-fi internet find. <laughs> nugget. Internet nugget. <laughs> A solid nugget. Ah, remember solid oh. nugget? Nugs. <laughs> that might have to be it. One of the first characters you created in City yeah. of Heroes was Solid Nugget. Solid Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rock armor tanker. Yep. <laughs> Nugs. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Poor that guy just never made out of his teens. But... I know. Nugs. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is actually kind of old. Um, you showed this to me weeks ago. I, but I mean, like the guy did it a couple of years ago. That is old. So yeah. In the internet years, I mean, it's like ancient history. Yeah. But anyways, it's, and you may have already seen it since I'm coming to it late, but it's called Star Wars Yoga. It's very funny. It's, it's just a series of photographs where a guy is documenting how to do yoga poses that are Star Wars influenced. So, like, there's the, instead of the downward dog, there's, like, the collapsed AT-AT. <laughs> Bib's looking at him now. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm viewing him again. It's hilarious. There's the X-Wing, and then the X-Wing extended, <laughs> and they're just hilarious. TIE Fighter and TIE Fighter Advanced. <laughs> they're very funny. There's... <laughs> I don't know, maybe a dozen poses. I didn't get down this far. The reclined Jabba and the reclined Jabba. Salacious crumb variation. He's holding a cat. I think we need to have a yoga panel at Balticon. You know how everybody thinks of something cool and then right. immediately there has to be a Balticon panel? I think this is actually, yeah, we could Star have... Star Wars yoga. We should do Star Wars yoga in the, in the courtyard. Yeah, do it in the courtyard. <laughs> Early morning health and fitness. And this is getting taken out because I'm actually going to submit this. <laughs> Maybe we better do it at dusk because I ain't getting up early. <laughs> Half I am your father. <laughs> Downward facing Wookiee. <laughs> it's a creation of Matthew Latkowitz, which I probably just murdered. And he. We're two for two. <laughs> his site is searchable on Google. I'll put a link up. He's actually moved his website since then to a different list, but the old version still works and was actually easier to find than his blog because he's gone on to do a whole bunch of new creations and other photo shoots. 
uh, just really, really cute, really funny. Yeah, that was like a whole two years ago. <laughs> okay, and two years might have been an exaggeration. I just know it was definitely <laughs> old, older, especially in internet time. And, you know, I have become so burned out on Star Wars. Yeah. In the last few years, it's been kind of gathering through the years. Of course, you know, a lot of people my age were hit when the when the uh, episode one through three finally came out and raped our childhood and all that sort of thing. So <laughs> you've heard it I'm all not before, bitter, but I've just, you know, after that and then clone wars and then it's just kept going on and on and just kind of like rehashing. And some of that stuff I know people still really love and people have really gotten into the new plots and the new stories and all that thing. But for me, I just really got burned out on it on pretty much everything Star Wars. But now and then there's these things that come out that are just brilliant. Yeah. And this is truly just brilliant. really make me laugh. So, so we'll link that up. Star Wars yoga. Well, I'm really proud of these finds, these <laughs> solid nuggets that we found, yes. <laughs> the nugs that we found. I think I have to tell you, unless somebody comes up with something better, I think I'm going to have to go with solid nuggets. <laughs> solid. Solid. We'll talk to you guys later. Ciao, baby. Meow, Ooh, That is not finishing strong. That is not. That is finishing like wine bar week. <laughs> That is, you know, you're. T what was that? You you must be tired, baby, because you've been walking around my mind all day long, or some <laughs> other crap line like that. Try again, baby. You got better Mac than that. Late. Oh God! All right. <laughs> <sighs> Bye, everybody. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Into the Blender. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at intotheblender.com. You can send us email to intotheblender at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4820. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You're free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content, just not modify or make money from it. Theme music is provided by Sharif, found on podsafeaudio.com. For more information about the artist, head to sharifmusic.com. That's S-H-A-R-I-F music.com. I think I just peed and popped and pooped the mic again. No, I did not poop the mic. Deuce the mic.